You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 073. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 73. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, my sweet. Hey, bride. <laughs> How, are you? How are you? I'm good. Yeah? We both we both uh, just had naps, so yeah, we're, we're, we're like... We got to get our juices flowing. We're here. trying to get pumped up for the pod. <laughs> I know. Um, so we were trying to think, you guys, like what's fu- what's something funny yeah. that we can talk about so we can get our energy. <laughs> and <laughs> and we played a game of Would You Rather last night. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty fun. So you know, it's kind of funny because we we do a lot of talking about relationships and things like that, and it kind of dawned on me last night that there's little things that we try to do to implement to keep things. Somewhat spicy. Keep it fresh. Yeah, like we we play <laughs> Keep little it spicy. Well, we downloaded that that one game. Heads up. Yeah, that's fun. And so we for sure. You just play that. But so last night, how did how did you even get stuck on Would You Rather? I don't know. Well, I was just <laughs> I was thinking about how important your food is to you. Yeah. Like your calorie counting, and you know how important food is to you, and also how important it is, like what you wear. Yeah. Like how you present yourself. Uh-huh. And I was I was just kind of like, I wonder, would you rather have somebody dress you for the rest of your life or have somebody cook for you? You know, like, it, and they get to choose. You yeah, don't get to yeah, choose. Yeah. So which one, you know? So I started there and then it just kind of branched off. Right. And I forget what I even said. I think I said I'd rather have somebody cook for me. Yeah. You said at least you'll have... Your clothes. At least, not like. Oh, what was it you said? Because I thought even if they cooked me really fatty foods and I gained a bunch <laughs> of weight, at least I n- would know how to dress a chubby wear, body, yeah. and I would know <laughs> how to accent it and like play to my assets. That's funny. That's <laughs> but if funny. somebody, it, it would ju- it destroys so much of my creative spirit for somebody else to dictate me. I, like I seriously, you guys. What if they dress you like a clown? I'll be. Oh my god, the clown one. Remember that was a good one. But oh, but I seriously will be in the shower and I put together a whole outfit in my head. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah. it's a part of my creative spirit. Absolutely. Like I love to just. Ooh, and sometimes I'll build a whole outfit off of like a piece of jewelry or something. Right. But okay, wait. We have more of these. We have more of these, you guys, because <laughs> they were. It was so much fun. But first, welcome. We're so glad to have you here. Um, and as always. If if you haven't done so before, cruise by thejoyjunkie.com. There's lots of freebies over there. We have free um yeah, you have a ton of stuff. classes and ebooks and all sorts of stuff and that you can And what's the one you have coming out right now, the free video one? Yeah, uh great sidekicking, Mr. <laughs> Smith. Um well, before I even tell you that, typically if you're if you're new to the show, just know we typically will jump back between a life topic and a love topic. This week we've got um a love topic, relationship based love. stuff. Exciting uh, and new. Ooh, easy, easy. Come aboard. Wait, wait. We're expecting you. I don't want to have to pay any royalties. The love <laughs> boat. 
<laughs> I don't even Sorry. know what the legalities are if you sing versus like if we download. A I sang the song. If we, it, yeah, if, whatever. Keep going. I'm I'll sorry. send you the bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, but yeah, so we typically will talk about a relationship uh, topic every other week. And so today we're going to talk about supporting a partner who is in a funk. And this can really relate to uh, this was actually a submission from from one of our listeners. And you can submit anybody can submit a topic that they would like covered. And you just, you know, again, it's at my site, thejoyjunkie.com, and you just click on the podcast and you can submit um, your topic of choice. And this particular listener had a situation where her husband is really, really unhappy in his job. And so he's in a very specific place, perspective, Mm -hmm. energy, frequency, and she's like, how the hell do I support him type of thing. So let's talk about that you know let's dig into like what can you do and what also can you not do <laughs> yeah um so we're gonna we're gonna discuss we'll that at beats. length today but yes the freebie free the freebie. free free shit for you guys uh i have a free video series and it's on a separate website actually but you can find it going to the joy junkie if you want sure but you can also just go straight to the kick-ass relationship all one word and uh, you just enter your name and email and you get access to all of the videos. So at the time that this podcast airs, you actually should be able to view all three. I think that all three of them will be released. Sweet. So yeah, and you just cool. go and, and they're not super long and you just get a little tidbit. Um, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm not anticipating. I mean like 9, 10 minutes? 10, yeah. 30? Yeah. No, somewhere in between like 15, 20, I'd okay. say. Somewhere okay. around there. Yeah. Um, but enough where you just have a little easy to implement task for the day that helps completely better your relationship. Sweet. And I've been surveying you guys, audience members, um, people that are a part of my community and been hearing a lot of what people want to hear about, which is primarily communication like big 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 time on communication yeah, like what the fuck do is. i do so that will definitely be video one for okay. sure or sure i think yeah for sure so okay would you rather would you rather yeah would you so, rather swim everywhere or, or have always have nicholas Nick cage, cage within one meter of you one meter of you which is like a yard for you americans <laughs> for us Americans, I know, but why was it? It was a meter in It was a meter. Thing. I think the submission was from a guy that was in the UK. Anyway, but, you know, so we went through it. Okay, let's let's figure this out. <laughs> you have to swim everywhere. You have to swim to your mom's house. That's an hour and a half away. <laughs> driving. Right. So if you wanted to get there, you'd have to swim. Grocery store. Grocery store. School. Dance class. Swimming. Yeah, how do you get to work? So you swim. Yeah, but you're going to be wet. You're, and then so, so you have to have a waterproof backpack. And I'm like, everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you're going to have to swim. Or would you rather have Nicolas Cage within three feet <laughs> at all times? Love making, on the pot, when you're on stage performing. Client calls with me. Yeah, like wherever you go. <laughs> I, but that's what you I went picked. For, you went for Nicolas Cage. I went for Nick Cage because yeah. I was like, I'll be goddamned if everywhere I show Both up, of them I'm are exhausting. exhausting. Let's be real. I'm exhausted and wet everywhere <laughs> I show up. Like not. Yeah, but fun. Nick Cage would be pretty exhausting too. I mean, he's kind of a, a heavy personality. But I, you know, but I kept thinking like, we would strike up a good relationship. We would, <laughs> we, would you we would end up <laughs> creating a really great thing. Uh, just me in the cage. 
<laughs> what was so funny is like whatever site we were on, they would tell you if you picked Buzz right. Buzzfeed. It was Buzzfeed. Yeah. They would tell you if you picked right or not, which I was like, I was like ew. ew, there's no wrong or right answer. It's a would you rather. You get to pick. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was fun, though. We had a great time. We went through about, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 of them. We but it was a great conversation starter. Maybe there's starter. something to that for the pods. Like, all right, this week's Would You Rather. That would be good. <laughs> That's a good ad. I like that. <laughs> would you rather? And then yeah. we could be like, everybody go to this page and tell us what you're in for. Yeah. Or you could sum- submit a Would You Rather and we'll... Oh, no, we'll read air. it on air? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh alright so the conclusion of that little shoot the shit segment is what what is it a good do we I've never made a conclusion to that before what why do you have to conclude I don't no you don't have to I no just was looking for a just good way to segue on. into don't forget to sign up for the free oh, video yeah. series <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to segue not a good one, but <laughs> that's why I should no. leave it up to you because you were looking so, for me to segue. You're so much better. Okay, so I'm just gonna say, go to the kickassrelationship.com and sign up for. We'll have Christ to do a Would you rather? Would, would you, you rather, rather have a shitty relationship or learn how to improve your communication? Nice, babe. <laughs> oh my god. Clearly, he's the brains of this operation. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about supporting a partner who's in a funk. And I think we've all kind of gone through this. You and I have definitely gone through this. Sure. You know, I where just got out of one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we can definitely speak to this. And we've always said, you know, we do pretty well when just one of us is down. Sure. But man, it's tough waters to navigate when both oh, of us are down. Sure, yeah. Because um, you're looking to the other one to pick you up in there in the same place. Right. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that that's kind of challenging. So... As I mentioned, this was a submission from a a listener, particularly about her husband's job. And so she kind of, you know, gave me some background and and just shared with me that leaving the job is not necessarily an an option for them right now. They know it's not forever, but it's not something that they can do immediately. And also that she's tried a bunch of things. You know, she's tried suggesting prayer and faith she's tried suggesting talking to co-workers you know and kind of went through this like slew of things that she has suggested to him and that was really the first thing that came to mind for me is a lot of times when we see our partner suffering or we see that they're in a funk we want to fix it yeah so what does that happen and that that's that comes from a place of genuine love yeah and compassion and like i don't want to see you suffer yeah. but usually what it lands as is it, it, it lands in a way that's really frustrating or like here's some ways to get over it right you know like just do this and you're going to be fine when most of the time when you're in when you're in a funk or you're pissed at your job or you're upset with your family, you want your spouse to just give you compassion. Like almost always that's what we're looking for as humans and that's a blanket statement. But the reason I bring this up is I really think your number one first step is to ask your partner what they need from you. Because we make up all the time, here's what you need. Yeah. Here's your solution. Yeah. You know what you need to do? Right. You right. need to talk to your coworkers. Right. You need to, you know what you, know what you should do? Just go pray. You know what you should do? Go start, Try doing more fitness. Right. And they're just like, ah! Right, right. It makes them, it frustrates. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? Um, 
And you and I have gotten to a place where we're pretty good about saying like, okay, I don't need you to fix this. Right. You know? And it, you know, that's a great communication though, is to be able to say that to someone and like, you know, I'm really not looking for you to fix it right now. I just need you to listen. Yeah. Gives a mindset, you know? And in this situation, she might not have a partner who is even that aware. I don't know. I don't know the situation at all, but clearly (laughs) he's upset. Right. And, Oftentimes we just we operate off of our own intention, right? Our her intention is one of helping. I want want you to stop suffering, but that's yeah. not usually how it's received. Yeah. So, I think the easiest way to go about that is to just ask your partner, "What do you need from me?" You know, and just say like, "My inclination is to want to find a solution, to give you ideas, and and I don't know. Does that irritate you more?" And just ask and right. converse about it. Because um, I think sometimes we forget about collaboration in relationships. And, you know, we just kind of spill everything out and we forget to just say, like, what do you need from me? Right. And, I, you know, kind of a good example. Need the of, support. Yeah. They need. Kind Go of, ahead. It, there's a couple of things that can come up from this. But one of the things that I wanted to mention, my my colleagues and I have a really great boundary with this because we give advice for a living, right? right. Like we yeah. give coaching and direction for a living. So oftentimes when we're really frustrated or upset, we're really good amongst, you know, the handful of us, whoever, however we're, you know, debriefing or talking about stuff, we'll say like, I don't need coaching right now. I just need to know I'm not alone or I just need, I just need to get this out in the space, right, you know, it, the whole thing. and we just kind of get in the habit of saying what we need. Yeah. Now the problem with this one, the problem with asking your partner what they need, especially if they're not super aware, you know, personal, you know, into personal growth or really, you know, sometimes a situation like this, the partner is just a victim and they're like, well, if only my boss wasn't such a douchebag and, you know, sure. they look all externally like why they're a victim and blah, blah, blah. What, you, what can also be a problem is when you are saying like, what do you need from me? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what, yeah. I don't know. And so, so that can be a challenge. But in that, those situations, it's just about saying like, hey, an offering like, hey, I've got some ideas. Do you want to hear them? Mm-hmm. And usually they'll be really clear on what they don't want. Like, nope, I don't want that. Right. You know? Right, right, right. right. Um, and then you can <clears throat> kind of ask, like, I've done this with you before. Like, can I, will you be cool if I check back in with you in a week and just say, like, how's it been about this? Right. And there's been times when you're like, no, I don't want to be talked to about this anymore. Like, I, and, and you have to respect that. You know, you have to, if you're going to invite or offer, you have to be ready for it to not be accepted too, you know, because yeah. that doesn't always work. On the other side of the coin though, you if it's something that's affecting the relationship of the two people, then it needs to be discussed. Totally. So you can't just sweep it under the rug because it affects every other part of your life, you know. This guy's job is affecting their relationship. Right. So it's something that needs to be discussed. Well, so and that's... That's really great that you brought that up. It's actually a perfect segue because the second piece of advice that I have for you guys is get really clear about what you need and ask for it. So if she's in that scenario and her husband's like, I don't know what I need. I don't know. I don't know. 
then she can she can express like, hey, listen, I get it that you're in a really rough spot. I've been there before. And but this dynamic it, it affects our entire family. They right. have a, a fairly decent sized family with children and stuff. And, you know, it affects us. I'm, it breaks my heart to see you suffering. Right. And here, here's what I'm going to ask for from you. I'm going to ask that. Would, would you be willing if when I ask you, how was your day? that you pick one good thing during the day and you tell me about that. Or maybe I don't say, that's how was one. your day? I Maybe I start saying, tell me one good thing about your day today. Yeah. And maybe that's our new conversation. But you have to get really, really clear about what you're asking. Like, are you asking to not hear about the workplace anymore if it's never going to be positive and you can't carry that burden any longer? Um, are you asking that they get help? Are you asking that they start talking to somebody about it? Are you asking that uh, they start putting resumes in somewhere? Like whatever it is that your needs are, like I can no longer hear you bitch and moan about something you're not taking action on. Right. right. You need to be really clear and vocalize that. And sometimes that. that's the best support. Totally. Is like putting your foot down and saying, look, this can't go on. We've got to manage this somehow. And I think, again, you know, you guys hear me talk about this ad nauseum. It's about how you say it. Absolutely. So if you... Like if you come out with, well, I'll tell you what I need then. Yeah, right, right. You know, that's not going to be received either. Right. And I always encourage people really come from the place of love. Like, I adore our family and I love you. And I know... I know how incredible you are when you're lit on fire about the job that you're doing, you know, and I just desire that for you. I want that for you, but I'll tell you, it's taking a toll on me and the kids to see you like this all the time. Right. So, um, I, I just, I'm coming to you because it, it, it's hurting me as well. And I'm definitely not saying like, Oh, I've got such a hard job or anything like that. But, I want us to figure this out together. Like, how can we shut that off so that when you come home, we can at least embrace and love our family life together? Right. That's great. See, you can articulate that really well. I'm not sure everybody out there has that articulative power. And that's, that is, um, that's a skill that you hone over time. And sometimes it's clumsy and it's, you know, chaotic. But what I would, what I would advocate for you Everybody, like, write it out. It's That's like exactly what when you start at the at the beginning and you don't want to say something um, hurtful by accident or something, yeah. or let things get fueled or something like that. Yeah, right, right. Write it out and then gear up. Like, be like, okay, how do I need to present this information to my spouse? How do I want to behave when I when I talk to him? What do I, you know, how do I make sure that this is calm? How do I want to deliver this so he knows that it's not an attack, that it really is from a place of love? Like you have to gear yourself up. Yeah. Like a lot of the shit that you and I have figured out over time is not a miracle. It's because we saw what didn't work and then we f- tweaked it and figured out and I gave voice to it. You know, I really said, here's what we're doing and what we're not doing. And here's, you know, yeah. through my work and have been able to offer it as tangible advice. But I'll tell you what. There's a reason why communication is the biggest issue in relationships because most people just fucking avoid it. So what child did you ever know who learned how to ride a bike by fucking avoiding it? No one. Mic drop. Right? <laughs> like no kid learns how to ride a bike by avoiding the fucking bike. Or by just reading about it. Right. 
Like you have to get on the fucking bike. Get on. Yes. <laughs> get on the fucking bike and you practice and you go at it. Yeah. But it's uncomfortable and you fall over and you hurt yourself. And that is exactly what communication is like in a relationship. It's not jump on and it's flawless. You work at it. But you cannot keep avoiding it. And you can't keep using communication tactics like passive aggressiveness or joking or not really listening to the other person and only thinking about what you're going to like. You have to implement this shit that yeah. I'm telling you to do. Yeah. <sighs> I got worked about that. Preach. Preach Take you to church. Take you to church. So, um, <laughs> so those are, those are the first two components. Really, really asking what they need from you. And then also getting really clear about what you need from them and having a conversation about it. And again, you know, I've, I've talked about this plenty of times too. It's how you say it, but it's also when you choose to address it. Yeah. So for this person, if they work, you know, nine to five during the week, it might be a Saturday afternoon conversation. It might not be, you know. What if somebody's like, uh, what if so? And the broader topic here is, how to help your soulmate or the person that you're with get through a funky spot in their life, right? Right. Not just a job. No, no, that's just a right? great example because a lot of people can relate to that. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Damn it. All right, go on. Damn it, Mr. Smith. Um, oh, I'm, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. like a question. Like, what? Yeah. What do you do when um, they keep avoiding like, oh, it's the weekend, babe. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, I just got off work, honey. I really don't want to discuss that. Oh, babe, we're having dinner. Babe, we're driving to a mom's house. I really don't want to get into this. You yeah. know, like, and they just keep putting it off because that happens. Great, great question. Um, then then it, the first thing would be like, well, when, would, when, when do you think would be a good time? When would it work for you? Like, well, yeah, that's good for you. Yeah, and okay. then you fucking nail them down. <laughs> like, let's do it on, I will, I will come to you. Like, when, when would you be up for it? And and then again, because your inkling, your your um, instinct, right then, it will be like, oh, you never want to discuss it, you know. Yeah. So you have to temper your own emotions and mm -hmm. handle yourself with grace, and just go, you know what? Like I honestly, I'm not trying to be a nag, babe, at all. I just, I want us to move forward as a family. So when, what do you think would be a good time? You know, yeah. I'm willing to do it whenever you feel comfortable. I just want to. You know, I need to feel heard about some stuff and I want to support you the best. Like, again, it's about your vision Delivery. for the relationship instead yeah. of these small little things that hurt. Yeah. And you have to know, like, a lot of times people have developed communication skills or lack thereof because of pain, sure. because of things that have happened in their past where um, communicating equaled hurt somehow. So, you know, and, and that's hard to remember sometimes when someone shutting down right in front of you and stuff. But remember, like, that's all you have is your kindness and your articulation and your truth telling. Like, that's, those are the only weapons we have because we're talking about somebody else changing and we cannot force that or make that happen. But if they're a part of a dynamic that we're a part of, like a relationship or a family, yeah. we can say, hey, I've got this vision for our relationship and I want more for us. And I want more for you, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I honestly don't know if we're going to move forward unless we talk about it, you know, so I'm open to talking about it whenever you feel free, whenever, you know, whatever. But I do think it's, I do think it's really necessary. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's good. Um, but you do bring up a really good point because there there is a space where, and we've talked about this in other pods, where if you it, it, it takes two to tango. And if somebody yeah. is flat out refusing to collaborate in a relationship, then there might be other things you have to decide, you know? Yeah. And, and that might not be, um, I mean, it could be somebody who's drinking excessively and they refuse to get help and they won't listen. You know, you might have to make a decision in the long run, right. you know? Um, so it, it always comes back to, have I done everything in my power? Could I, if I ever had to walk away from the relationship, do I feel like I've been super clear about what I need? Mm. Have I given voice to all of that? Um, have I handled myself with kindness and grace? Right. Ha- have I been willing to hear them out? Have mm-hmm. I been listening to, th- you know, like make sure your nose is clean. Yeah. Make sure you have done everything in your power. But I'm assuming that most of this is going to be a chapter for people. Right. Your partner's really upset about, you know, a family member or their job or um, or any other number of sure. situations. Whatever the funk is. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe they gained a lot of weight and they've been really depressed because of their weight. Um, still, it's like... Saw something traumatic like a car accident or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Maybe they're dealing yeah. with trauma. Maybe they're doing a physical ailment, something like that. Yeah. And it, it, it really is just about broaching communication as best as you know how and again you can't you can knock and knock and knock but if they won't open the door there is a point when it's it's out of your control you know back to the timing thing i had something else to say i know a couple that uh would always talk about it it was easier for them to talk about the tough issues three drinks in on a friday night and it would escalate because there was alcohol involved yeah so one of the uh, one of the people was like, "Look, we need to talk about this at a different time." Yeah. So they scheduled it into their calendars. They said, "Okay, w- when we have hot topics, this is when they can be brought up." Cool. On Monday at three or whatever it was, you right? Know? Um. So they kind of like put a time in the week that was specifically for that, and what it allowed them is to be clear-headed. Yeah. And and also come in knowing that they're going to be in a discussion mode. Right. So it was really helpful for them to kind of set that time. Yeah, because you're right. Like if you're exhausted and it's all of a sudden, here's deep shit we need to talk about. You're like, oh, but if you've had a long day and you know, like, okay, I'm when I get home, tonight's the night we're discussing. You're ready. You're geared for it. Yeah. That's great because that's also um, when they are drinking or getting you know, a little shit faced and one wants to bring up an issue. The other one could be like, member we said yeah. we're not do-. And they, you put a framework around it. Right. So yeah, that's great. Thanks babe. Bianca's coming to the podcast. Oh here. my gosh. Our dogs uh-huh. right now. Hi, come on up. They're so <laughs> unprofessional in joy junkie studios. <laughs> Hope you guys aren't allergic. There are mascots. My, my dog with her diapers on. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I've told you about my dog with diapers. Diaper dog. We call them deities. Oh, my God. Okay. So the next uh, little actionable item is figure out a plan and work the plan. And this is really contingent on getting your partner's buy-in. So working a plan would be something like I communicated earlier where 
you it, it uh, we call them smith systems um something in our life that we institute some sort of plan or system around any number of things to make <laughs> things run smoothly so you could have a uh, a plan around okay i'm not going to ask you anymore how your day was i'm just going to say like what was your favorite part of today and can that be a new plan can that be a new thing we institute in our yeah. relationship yeah and then you know Hopefully, they're like, yes, that totally works. Or what if you said this instead? This will work great. And you might go through a little rough patch getting it tweaked. Right. But once it's in motion, it becomes a have. It becomes part of your daily life. You yep. Know? Yeah. Also, just on a personal note, I had a plan. Uh, we both have gone through this career-wise where we wanted to transition into a different career. And That's so we true. created a plan specifically for our careers mm -hmm. and we worked the plan. And that was really helpful because I had a situation where I was really unhappy in my job, but I was segueing into coaching. And so we, you know, we talked about it and we had a real solid plan. And one of the things that we implemented is you would always say to me, um, you know, we were talking about it actually being a really great character building for me because it was really challenging for me to be the woman I wanted to be in an environment that didn't foster that. Yeah. So you would you would say, how was your character building today? Yeah. And it was a reframe. <laughs> That's right. For us. So and, and we set up like an actual escape plan. Like, here's what I need to make by this amount of time. And here's what here was the plan. And I worked the plan like that. Um, so I don't know if there's something available for you there as well. Like, do we need to say, like, if it's in-laws, like, do we need to say, do we need to think about within five years making a move? Yeah. Um, if family is an issue, uh, if it's, if it's health related stuff, is there health decisions or plans that you need to make within the next year? We're going to do this. Um, if it's That's depression good. or alcohol related, do we need to make a concrete, you know, plan like, okay, here's what's, here's what I think might work as far as some therapy for you or some whatever. Like, and again, this number three, you know, figure out a plan and work the plan is contingent on the collaboration. It's contingent on the partner's buy-in. Mm -hmm. can, um, I, can I put one thing in there? Yeah. 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 Um, there's two ways of approaching that. One is, you know, and, and this is uh, someone that was telling me how to, I can't remember where I heard it, how to write a book. Start with the ending. How do you want it to end? Oh. Where, what's the end result? And work backwards. Yeah. And then the other one is, like a lot of times with drugs and alcohol, it's just taking the first step. Totally. Right? It's just writing the first paragraph and getting started. Yeah. Right? So there's two ways of approaching that when you build a plan to get out of situations like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. And that can apply whether you're doing a massive plan like we need to move states. We right. hate this state. Yeah. Um, or we need to move. I need to create a new career. It, it could be as minimal as that. Or what you and I have done a lot lately is reworking how we speak to each other as part of the plan. Um you know, you've been talking about certain things that you're in a funk about. We were even talking about before we jumped on the pod yeah, and true. just expressing like it, it. It's really hard for me if you say this. Can right, we reframe because, that? Because I don't know how to address it. Right. Right. And so we've there's been a couple situations where we tweaked it. And I'm like, OK, you know, uh, one of the examples was um I think we've mentioned to you that, you know, obviously Mr. Smith's gone through some stuff with his arm and uh, his mom came to live with us almost a year ago. Yeah. And 
I used to, I was, you know, kind of saying like, I am not a natural caretaker. I'm just not a natural caretaker. And he would, he would say, you know, that just frustrates me so much because it makes me feel like I'm forcing you into a role that you don't want to be in. I know you don't like it and ultimately makes me feel unsupported. So then I started. And so then when we talked about it and dissected it, I'm like, I feel just as frustrated because I don't thrive in this scenario, blah, blah, blah. We talked it out, right? But then we ultimately realized, like, what I want to do is I want to support him. So now I've virtually eliminated that sort of comment. You know, I never say that anymore at all. And I now have have switched it to I lovingly support my husband and family. And because that is very, very true. And I can attach to that. So I bring that up to say, it might even just be what you're saying to each other. Like that that little piece that she entered about how was your day? It sucked. Like could you even create a new system for that dialogue? Right. right. Something that resets and uh, separates the job from the house. Right. Yeah. Like would it be something you – I mean you could get really creative. Could you do something where like the minute he comes in the door, the kids do a greeting – and his job is to just sit and watch their greeting and maybe they do a little skit or maybe they sing a song or somebody does an alphabet or something or whatever. Or, or like, welcome to your sanctuary. Yeah. could you Something like that, you know? And again, this is not you just implement this. It is you talk to your spouse uh, because they might be like, what the fuck is this? What you does know that what I mean? mean? Yeah. Right, like, right, right. Yeah, no, it's something you talk out You together. talk about because, again, I don't want you to just be like, oh, I know what you need. You mm. need a welcome party and you need a this. <laughs> yeah, like, right. no, you need to converse about it and find out how do they feel the most supported. Yeah. And you can always offer, but but be ready if they're like, no, I don't think I want that. You know, and sure. you might have to back off. Um, And then the final thing that I have to offer you is just implement self-care methods. So if it is, um, you know, whatever situation you're in, like if you really are not getting your needs met from your spouse because they are in this place, is there a way for you to get your needs met in a different way that still honors your commitment to your relationship and is healthy for you? So... I'm not saying like, oh, I'm not being fulfilled sexually, so I'm going to go out and have an affair. I just mean like if you're longing for love or affection or something like that, could you cuddle up with your best friend who's really touchy-feely and you guys just curl up and you watch a movie and maybe it's just touch. Maybe you go get a massage. Maybe um, you're craving love, so you hang out with one of your best friends that has a lot of love. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's the end all be all but i'm saying take some responsibility for your own needs as well right right and always in a way that is healthy and honors your relationship because you're still committed you know what i mean sure. so don't go taking that as a free pass but um <laughs> the joy junkie said i could go have sex with somebody else yeah which i did not say <laughs> um the joy junkie said the joy junkie said <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but uh yeah, also, and but even those self-care methods are part of saying what you need. Like if you're like, when you come home and you're so pissy, I need to not be around you for that first hour until you decompress. You might have to, that might be a self-care method. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's about really getting firm about what you can or cannot entertain any longer, or what you will or will not entertain, or like I'm happy to be around you, but... I need to actually kind of tune you out when you go off. Like, 
because uh, I get negative and right. I get, you know, like, right. what do you need to implement? So anyway, hopefully that's really helpful, you guys. And again, if you want to get some awesome tips and and some training and some great tools for relationship stuff and we're going to do communication sex and intimacy um what i believe is the number one marriage secret to happiness and fulfillment uh yeah go to the kickassrelationship.com all one word sign up for free hang out with us and implement 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 so hopefully this was helpful you guys and um let us hear from you oh yeah and Anytime you can do iTunes reviews. Oh, I so appreciate it. That's where we get a lot of our comments too is from iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we kind of go, oh my God, there are people listening. Yeah. Yay. I know. It fuels us. I wish iTunes had a better way of. Yeah. They need to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We need to write a letter. Yeah. Get right on that. (laughs) All right, guys. So until next week, here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith out. Out.